Right, there's a story. By the way, it's 5.26, and I'm Andrew Dickinson for Tim Tower, who's actually getting for Mike Hosking today, and more on that later in the program. So look, uh, there is one story that I've been seething about all week. I mean, seething is, is the word. And it just totally, really irritates me immensely, and that is the news that Ports of Auckland's automation experiment has crashed and burnt, and they're over. And the reason it, it makes me so angry is this is a story that we all knew was happening, and yet the people at the centre of it refuse to admit it. I talked to Tony Gibson at least three times over the last three years, and every time I kept on asking him about the automation project. I kept on asking about the port. Oh, nothing to worry about here, mate. Time and time again, the media and the council put questions to the management of the port. Time and time again, we were told, no problem. And the tone was, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Leave us alone. We're professionals. We're business guys. You're politicians or you're the media. We know what we're doing. Turns out they didn't. The port at the time didn't know their own business or what they were talking about. And my, the reason I'm so angry is that the whole country has paid a price. You know, so this, this project, this automation thing was cutting edge. No one's doing it elsewhere. It's not best practice yet. It is a mightily huge experiment and it's cost so much. The reports we've heard is that the scrapping of it will cost $65 million. Well, that's just the cost of the useless software that we can't even sell on to someone else. The real cost of this screw-up is in the billions. The snarling of our major port, the self-inflicted supply chain difficulty in the time of a pandemic caused supply chain difficulty. The value of the port to the shareholders, which is you and I, if you're in an Auckland ratepayer, has declined immensely, particularly if you compare it to the port of Tauranga, which has flown. But even that, is still the tip of the iceberg. Every single importer and exporter and transport firm affected by a relatively non-functioning port. Every single trader dependent on the arrival of a container that never came. All hit. It's billions. It's billions. For a trader nation to have its biggest port hobbled in this way for so long is inexcusable. But also inexcusable was the failure to realise the folly of its actions earlier. So look, I applaud the new management for coming on board, taking a look at it and saying, well, this thing's a dog and getting out. You don't put more bad money uh, or good money after bad, do you? I deplore the former management who felt that their actions were not reviewable by their owners, which is the people of Auckland. And remember, the structure of this port company was designed to keep politicians' hands off business enterprises. Well, yeah, they weren't allowed anywhere near it. And it seems in the absence of direct accountability, those business people, those business experts, those masters of the universe went completely off-piste and completely blew it for the entire New Zealand economy. I'm sorry, I'm seething. I just found it to be a remarkable arrogance. News Talk ZB.